Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the Prevanilla Field Podcast. My name is Jack. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MLB Nerds. I'm here with my co-host, Ryan. You can find him on Twitter at Ryan Garcia SM and James. You can find him on Twitter at James Valentinas. In today's podcast, we're going to be recap or not recapping. We're going to be talking about the WBC coming up um, this March. Very exciting tournament. Um, Major League Baseball players, uh, players from all over the world representing their country uh, in a, a, a three-week-long tournament before the season starts. Um, so we're going to give you our picks to win. We're going to give you our top 10 players who are playing in WBC. And we're going to um, give you some under-the-radar picks as well for like teams to look out for. There's a couple fun teams, a couple fun uh, Major League Baseball players. So um, let's start with you, Ryan. Ryan, who would you say is the not under-the-radar team, but like a team you should watch because they have a couple fun players? Um, well, I, I think Mexico is a good pick because of their pitching. Uh, they have a couple of guys there that are that are, are pretty solid. And, and they've I, I know Kirk just withdrew from the tournament, but they're still a, a pretty good team. Um, you know, if, if you look at like, um, you know, international baseball, if you look at kind of uh, like different professional leagues across the world, right, Mexico has always had a pretty strong professional league as well. So, um, you know, it'll be fun to see guys who are professional baseball players um, that have that are now entering the tournament and guys who are like have been known more for what they've done in the Caribbean series or like. Like, you know, whether it be like, you know, how they had that tournament, U.S., I think, took gold in that tournament as well. I think it was last year, 2020. It had to be 2021. That that was the year, I think, that because D-Rob participated in, for the U.S. Um, but it's always fun to kind of see players who are usually more known for international from international baseball get their limelight with guys who play Major League Baseball, which is more of like an Americanized uh, sport. All right. And uh, James? I think... You know, obviously those top three teams are getting a lot of buzz, right? The Dominican Republic, the U.S., and Japan. But I think um, that I think the fourth team here is Venezuela. They, um, if you just look down their roster, they have a lot of major league talent. Um, obviously, Ronald Acuna Jr. is like the is the the spotlight guy, right? He's the superstar. But they've got Gleyber Torres, Eugenio Suarez, Miguel Rojas, Andres Jimenez, Luis Arias, Jose Altuve, um, uh, Miguel Cabrera. I mean, this is a lineup uh Salvador Perez Omar Narvaez obviously not great major league baseball players but they're great world baseball classic players and um you look at the lineup and that's nine major leaguers and then you look at their rotation and they have you know not like elite starting pitching but uh they've got uh Pablo Lopez Jesus Lazardo, uh Ranger Suarez Eduardo Rodriguez like that's that's four major league starters Luis Garcia is the one I'm missing so They've got five major league starters. They've got nine major league hitters and um, they've got multiple superstars as well with Altuve and Rodriguez uh, Acuna. So I think, you know, watch out for the uh, Venezuelan team to, I think they could knock off either the U S or the DR. I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah. You took my pick. Um, and I think it's interesting about Venezuela is I, I would say they easily have a better pitching staff than the United States and, the states are uh the United States are you know the second favorites. They are the uh second highest favorited uh team to win behind the DR. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, I'm gonna highlight Great Britain, and it's primarily for one player, and it's Jazz Chisholm Jr. Uh Great Britain's not gonna do very much in the tournament, they're not gonna win it pretty obviously. But uh Jazz, this is more from a, a major league baseball perspective. Want to see how he does in center field because that's where he should be playing. Um they're, 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 I don't think the team's very good, but I don't uh, think he's playing for them. Yeah, I think, unless he did he withdrew? I, did he withdraw? I think he withdrew. Yeah, withdrew. No, what? Yeah, I, and anyway, I, like because there was a reveal show where that's why Jose Ramirez, like when we were talking about the WC at first, Jose Ramirez was not in the tournament because they it released says unlikely. 
So I'm not no, sure. no, but they, he wasn't put on the um. I'll double check this because I'm. Maybe pretty he's not. Sure. A, are you saying he's not on the roster? He wasn't on the roster. Great oh, okay. Brit in WBC roster because this is public That's information. Uh, let's see. Shame. I'm pretty sure Jazz isn't on here. I could have sworn I saw him, but I guess I missed it. Hold on, infielders. There's no Jazz here. Outfielders. There's no Jazz here. Trace Thompson's there, but you know. All right. Well, look out for Trace Thompson. Yeah, he's special. Uh, and Harry Ford. And Harry Ford. Harry Ford's actually a fun player. So my bad on that, guys. Um, then I'll also say Venezuela for the primary reason they're not the favorites and they have a lot of major league fun major league talent. Uh, Urias Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico's fun too. I I just said Venezuela though because I I like Venezuela more. Uh, as a team. All right, let's go into predictions. Uh, who's gonna win, Ryan? Who's gonna win the WBC? Um, in my unbiased, in my uh very unbiased opinion, it's the Dominican Republic. Um, the Dominican Republic, they have a really good lineup, really good pitching. I think if you were to put look at the top three teams, it's the US, Japan, and DR. Um, I'd say US is the best lineup. I think that's that's pretty much kind of consensus. Um, I would say Japan has the best pitching. I think that's consensus. I think you can't even argue that point with the pitching, right? You know, I know some people like no, to argue. No, definitely yeah. not. Yeah, it's not I mean, close. they've got Darvish and Otani. I don't think even and they Alcantara, have two guys is, Alcantara is great, but yeah, Alcantara is great. But beyond that, the DR's pitching is not incredible. It's not outstanding by any means. The way I look at it is DR is the best mix between both teams in terms of having good pitching and also having a pretty good lineup. Um, I think they have a deep pitching staff in terms of their bullpen. They have plenty of guys with high octane stuff. And in what we're talking about, this is a postseason environment. It's not like a full 162, right? So guys with high octane stuff, high octane stuff, higher ceilings. I think that just performs better in a small sample size. You can also burn out, but um, the way I look at it is look at a team like the Phillies where that team was built on like just guys with, uh, with great stuff, not great command, hit a lot of home runs and, and, you know, a lot of high talented players carrying them. That sometimes is what's necessary to handle it in a postseason environment. I think DR has got enough talent to do it. If I, if you had to ask me who is like my, who would I bet on? I would bet on Japan just because of how they're navigate their, their pools a lot easier. They ha- there's a bigger talent gap between Japan and everyone else they play than the talent gap between like DR and Venezuela. Like you guys talked a lot about Venezuela. You're not going to be saying DR is going to mop the floor with them, right? If DR runs into Great Britain, that's a mat. Like you expect the Dominican Republic to walk away with a win there. You feel that way about Japan and everyone else really in their pool. So uh, I feel really good about Japan's odds. Uh, James, who's going to win the WBC? Um, I think I like Japan's pitching staff a lot, but I, I, and obviously like the Dominican Republic's lineup uh, is great, but I think the Americans have a lineup where like it's tough to go against. You have know, got Mike Trout, um, obviously one of the two best players in the world. I, I know some people might disagree with that, Jack. I know you're included in there, but, um, you know, O'Neal, uh, not O'Neal, but McNeil, uh, Goldschmidt, Arenado, Bobby Witt Jr. Like these are, there's a lot of, you know, Mookie Betts. Like there's, there's superstars up and down this lineup. Their pitching is very concerning, especially with uh, Kershaw and um, Cortez withdrawing. But I think I'll pick the U.S., um, I guess the question to me is like, would you pick the DR US or the field? Um, like the DR and the US are one thing and then the field is another. I feel like it's about even on whether I whether those, you know, I think it's 50-50, right? Yeah. And I'll also go with you. I'm going to go with the US. Um, no bias. I just like the US a lot. Uh, no it's over. 
Y'all getting dude, Cal Freeland's gonna throw like a 20 mile an hour <laughs> fastball. So Julio Rodriguez is putting out away right in a retirement home. Like, I don't <laughs> think people understand when I say, like, you know, picking my winner. Do you notice I didn't give any credit to the US really outside of saying they have a really good lineup? Because I'm looking at it as the people stopping the Dominican Republic is Japan. That's it. No one else is stopping that. Team. I think I think Japan no is one. Japan is good. Like, even if Otani's not pitching, they're fine. Whereas Yamamoto's like, the Dominican- great. What's what worries me? And Sasaki has like a hundred and one mile per Sasaki's, hour. Sasaki's, I think, the third best pitcher in that staff, and that's saying something. Or what? maybe the second. Over Darvish? Maybe stuff no, wise. You probably, probably take Darvish. Darvish yeah, is a top. Nah, you're right. You're right. I think I was overdoing it there. Pitcher. Probably take Darvish. Yeah, I was overdoing I, it there. Sasaki's like a nineteen-year-old. But he's right. really no, no. He will. Well, my be point good. is he's amazing. Like, him he's an and amazing Yamamoto, pitcher. Him and Yamamoto are like capable three starters, I think, at the major league level, or maybe Sasaki is and Yo Yama. I think they are. I think it's I don't know that. if a nineteen-year-old Rosie, uh, what's his name, Rosie, Roki, Roki Sasaki is a he's is a dom- dude. Do you don't think he could be a th- you? Okay, if uh, that's he's not nineteen, he's twenty-two. Where am I getting nineteen from? He used because when he like popped when he off, when he 19. like yeah. My point is um, like, dude, he's not that far from like he's just not a major leaguer because he can't go to the major leagues right now, like it. I, I know that I'm detracting from your point right now. I'm sorry. I'm going to let you get back to your point. We can talk about Sasaki a little bit more later. Because you were talking about like Japan, U.S. kind of how – because I, I don't well, view the U.S. as the Dominican Republic stopper. It's Japan. The the U.S. – it's a one the, – the, the problem here is like you need guys, I think, with high-octane stuff that can get swings and misses in a, in, in a posted environment, and I translate that to WBC as well. And, and quite frankly – I, I don't look at a single pitcher on that U.S. staff that's going to induce nearly enough swings and misses to stop this DR lineup. It feels like every guy in that lineup has a Ryan. max exit velocity north of like 113 miles an hour. Ryan. These dudes mash. Here's the thing, Ryan. It's a few games, right? It's like the playoffs. Remember in 2021, they said there's no chance the Braves are going to win the World Series? And then they yeah, won the- but this is different. No, it's not no. really it's pretty different. much the same thing. So it's like, even worse because it's one game. You lose yeah, one game and like, you're right. done. So basically, the point here is yes, you can muster up high octane stuff, but ultimately, it's a crapshoot. One guy doesn't have command, and they're like their whole thing is fucked. So it's like, you know, I think it's interesting to look at for sure. To your point, Ryan, I think the Dominican Republic are probably favorites up there. Obviously, the U.S. and, and to James' point against U.S. Dominican Republic in the field, but again, we're talking about as Ryan is saying. You know, it's a playoff atmosphere. We're talking about a crapshoot here. It's going to probably come down because ultimately there is a talent gap, right? And there's a talent gap between, we're talking about Major League Baseball and probably minor league caliber players, if not, you know, quadruple A caliber players. So that's definitely worth noting. But ultimately, this is a playoff environment. So evenly ish matched teams um, will probably, you know, it's going to be a crapshoot. So um, I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, Ryan, I, I, I hope, you know, I, I hope uh, you don't get too sad when. United States beats Dude, when Julio Rodriguez, but dude, Julio Rodriguez is gonna like retire Adam Wainwright for Adam Wainwright's gonna you're gonna see the thank you. Uncle Charlie is bending a 78 mile per hour curve. Dude, you're gonna you're gonna see, they're gonna have stat casting, so, uh, I think, too, for the tournament. They're gonna have stat casting. Yeah, they probably will. They're they're in so, uh, they're in so, Park, so yes. So when that happens and you see Julio Rodriguez home run 116 miles an hour off of Adam Wainwright. Right. The next morning at eight o'clock a.m., no later than eight o'clock a.m. Eastern time, you will see. No, not Eastern time. Let's say t- ten o'clock Central time. You're gonna be seeing a picture captioned "Thank you Cardinals fans" from Adam Wainwright's Twitter account. It's gonna happen one, not even 24 hours after the event. 
I'm telling you, it's over. All right. Let's get into our top 10 players here at the tournament. Uh, Already? Yeah. Don't you have like a couple other things that I sent you? No, we're doing the top 10 players right now. Okay, fine. Okay. Step back with that. I want to get the top 10 players because um, I think that'll be a fun debate. All right, let's get started here with number 10. Um, Whoa, you don't have the list. Oh, you have the list? Yeah. Oh, awesome. Mean, like, what are you going to do with number 10 if you don't have the list? You're just going to make it I, up as you go. I, I remember this one. I think it was the shortstop episode. James, I started just listing off the top 10, but I didn't know the top 10. <laughs> so I was just playing right. out while it's all um, Gatekeeper of the list. Give us the list, please. So coming in at number 10, we have a tie. I'm going to give it the way that I break ties as much as I don't want to do this. Um, Ronald Acuna Jr. is coming in at number 10. Uh, right. Jack, what are your thoughts? I think that's... Uh, that's fine. I have him at 10 personally. Um, I think Acuna is a, um, actually I, that's a lie. I don't have him at 10. Actually, it's not a lie. You I do, do have him at 10. I do have him at 10. That's a lie. I had to switch up the list because of a couple of players that were, um, did decommitted. That was true. Yeah. So, um, Acuna, great player, obviously. Only reason he's not higher is because performance from last year, obviously a little concerning, but, um, he's built for this moment. I expect him to play really well. Uh, he'll be a lot of fun to watch for sure for Venezuela. Um, yeah, that's all I have pretty much of it. Ah, that's all I have pretty much have to say. It's pretty fair right ranking. Ryan. Yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't I, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more with you. Uh quite frankly, Acuna is really talented. Um, you know, but I think this ta- this tournament is full of guys w- with a lot of talent. Um, so end of the day, like this is this is this is how stacked this tournament is. We we think highly of Acuna, and yet he's 10 on our list. I think I think ranking these guys when I was going through it, it made me realize how much talent there actually is playing in this yeah. tournament. I, I didn't think it was this much, but then I ha- I was leaving guys like I left Acuna off the list. I left Freddie Freeman off the list. I left Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I didn't think about Freddie Freeman. Yeah, Freddie Freeman is not on my list. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Acuna was number 11 for me, Freeman 12 and Guerrero 13. But like, um, it's those are guys that, you know, they're major league superstars and they're being left off of the top 10 list here. So you know, it's a testament to how much talent is, you know, going to be showcased in this tournament. Um, coming in at number nine, we have Nolan Arenado, uh, who's playing for the USA. Uh, Jack, what are your thoughts? Yep, good spot. I have Arenado at eight, so one spot below where I had him personally. Um, good player, obviously. Great player, obviously. Uh, he'll be holding it down, the anti-vax duo at the corners for the U.S. Um, hopefully, we can inject some uh, patriotism uh, in our opponents uh, I like the I like it uh, for Arenado. Uh, I think he's a good player, obviously. Uh, so number nine, totally fine spot for him. Uh, Ryan, what do you think about uh, what do you think about Arenado? Um, so Arenado's a really talented <laughs> Arenado's a really talented player, and um, he's a really talented player. And uh, quite frankly, uh, you know, he's an MVP caliber player. Like, there's a really good argument to be made that last year should have won the NL MVP. And again, nine on our list, like. I mean, Arenado's really good. I think the gap between him and the other third base, the other third baseman on this list, isn't massive either. So uh, I just want to point that out too. Yeah, I mean, we only have one other third baseman on this list, but. All but, right. Um, com- coming in at number eight, we have Trey Turner, who is also playing for Team USA, and who Ryan somehow left off his list. <laughs> I don't really agree with that, Ryan. I, 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 he's you guys. You guys have to understand um, that. It was he, really he uh, left him really... off because he's American. Okay, <laughs> yeah. let's keep going. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, why don't you be right for a second? Let me explain my ranking with Turner. Personally, I had Turner at six. Uh, I think that's a pretty fair spot for him. Um, he's a really good player. Obviously, he's going to be playing, uh, I believe, shortstop, right? He's probably playing shortstop. 
I, think I so. mean, you'd have to imagine, right? He might be playing second. I'm pretty sure he's playing short. Just yeah, you know, just well, who who else who else is the shortstop yeah, on the roster? They had Story and he got hurt, so he's not. Yeah, hurt. so it's got to be McNeil at second. And, yeah, uh, that's, that's, I think that's going to happen. So yeah, um, okay. yeah, but uh, Turner at six, obviously. Uh, for me, at six. The list overall, this is seven, correct? Um, we had Turner. This is eight. Sorry, yeah, Turner. Turner at eight. My, I'm sorry, I'm a little tired, but Turner at eight. Um, good player, obviously. Gonna run the bases really well for you. Gonna hit. Gonna play defense. Like we know, we get with Trey Turner. I think it's hard to talk about these players, considering you know how much we've already talked about them uh, from a major league perspective, and they're obviously they're playing the same game. So, um, you know, I, I do wonder. I do question what Ryan uh, has against Trey Turner. Uh, he seems like a good guy. Well, I mean, Ryan left. Uh, to be fair, Ryan and I both ranked Lindor ahead of Turner when we but, were yeah. doing shortstops, anyways. Yeah, I guess I I personally didn't. So, but, um, um, yeah. Uh, Ryan, I ranked... think about that Turner, and then we'll get to you, James. Yeah. Okay. So the way I view it is, uh, Acuna I think is better than Turner. Arenado. The way I view it is that Ryan's a fucking racist. <laughs> hey, I was saying Arenado is better than Turner. I think there's another, you know, there's another former teammate of his that is better than him. Um, and then looking at a lot of the guys on, on, you know, uh, looking at a lot of guys on the Dominican team, you know, I, I'm not being biased, but you know, they're just like, they're just, these guys are, are just better players than the guys you just mentioned, in my opinion. So we'll get into that a little bit later, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it, it, maybe I could have squeezed them in at 10, but I, I liked, I still like the way I put together my list. And uh, okay. James. Uh, yeah, Trey Turner is an amazing player. I have him at nine. Not, I mean, it's one spot lower, not crazy. Uh, he's America's shortstop. Um, you know, inject some patriotism, as Jack said. We need more patriotism in this list. But um, we need more patriotism in Ryan is what we really need. But uh, I know. I know coming in at number seven, we have another tie. And I will break the tie the exact same way I did before, which means number seven is Mookie Betts. All right, Mookie Betts, good player. Obviously, I had him at nine, so a little lower. Um, he's going to play really good right field defense. Apparently, went to driveline over the offseason to um, bulk up, get get his power up. So um, we'll see how that looks this season. Uh, but for the WBC, he's going to be playing right field. Great player, obviously. Um, hard to say too much more about Betts. Nothing really bad to say about him. He's an all-around great player. Uh, should fit in well with the uh, championship-winning United States. Um, Ryan, what do you think about Betts? Uh what do you think he's – give us a give us a rundown of what Betts is going to look like this WBC. Yeah, so I had him eight on my list, so not too much of a difference, though I did have him lower. You know, he is a guy that concerns me in the sense that he has a career 97 WRC plus in the postseason. That tells me there's not that much of a winning acumen to Mookie Betts' game, despite the talent there. Thus, I had some other guys. <laughs> I had some other guys um, ahead of him, uh, but he's still a remarkable player. He is a – Instant, he's an inner circle Hall of Famer if he continues to play, uh, you know, at this high level and ages the way that you project guys like that to age. Um, but quite frankly, uh, just the winning pedigree wasn't there for me to put him a little bit higher on this list. Fair enough. Um, James. Winning pedigree. Yeah, I mean, Mookie Betts, I think this is really low. I think Mookie Betts is a top five player in major league we know. baseball. We know. Um, but I think, I, I think this is, I think this is too low. And obviously the tiebreaker, if I didn't explain earlier, is that Ryan and Jack both had bet, uh, had bets lower than the guy who we'll get to next. And I had him higher, so two to one on who thinks he's better. So you know what I mean? Uh, anyways, uh, I don't I think I'm, I don't know much to say other than that this is just a disrespectful ranking. Um, coming in at 
number six, we have Julio Rodriguez of the Dominican Republic. And again, I think he's ranked this high here because Ryan is a racist and Jack and I are not. Um, all right, all but right. we can't be saying that. We cannot be saying that. But Ryan, Ryan has a Dominican say, Republic bias. How about that? He's not racist. It's not a race. That's an ethnicity. <laughs> yeah, James. That was, okay, fine. That was he's ethnicity. Oh my fucking god. Um, all right, let's talk uh, Rodriguez here. First of all, I'd like to apologize for today's podcast. This is very scuffed um, for a number of reasons, but you know, a couple. We don't yeah, have let's ask Ryan what one of those reasons is. Um, Rodriguez at six, totally fine with it. It's a little high. I I wonder why it's so high. Um, I had him at seven. I think that was a pretty good ranking. Um, obviously Rodriguez, you're going to get in deep center field, you know, he runs the bases incredibly well. He's an incredible athlete. He's going to play really, really good center field defense, uh, flies all over the place, got great power. And Ryan predicts he will end Adam Wainwright's career. Um, so Ryan, what is, uh, what do you think Rodriguez's outlook is, um, for the world baseball classic? And, uh, can you explain a bit more why you had him so high? Yeah, so if you wanted to summarize my explanations, it would just be steering projections. But if you wanted to be pretend like I had a really uh, no, and all seriousness though, um, he hits the ball really hard. He's a pretty decent. He's a pretty. No, it would just defender. be the, the no, no, seriously, the flag on their jersey. He has a one forty. Okay, guys, he's a twenty one. He's a twenty two year old coming off of. He came off his age twenty one season. We had a one forty six WRC plus. He hits the ball ridiculously hard. He's a really good base runner. I think that if you're looking at it again, you know, looking at. Just the talent here, the production that's already here. He put up his five war season in 132 games. You know, he he missed some time. There were some injuries in there. There was that rough first month. You know, this is a guy who, if he goes out next year and he makes even a slight improvement to his offensive game, 150 plus WRC plus as a center fielder, play, contributing positive defensive value, contributing positive base running value, right? Like that is a huge, we're talking we're talking guy who's not in his physical prime yet putting up these numbers. So I, I view him as someone who is going to be that next, you know, Acuna, Trout, Soto, Tatis type talent. Um, that's how I view him. Um, you know, I could be wrong. I could, you know, just, I, I think a lot, a lot, a large part of this is that I'm kind of projecting what he'll be next year or this year, I guess. And there is some times where players who are good and young get overrated because they are young, but I guess that's something I'm going to have to wait and see based on the progression of his career, but I think I'm going to be right here. And uh, James? I don't think this is a hot take, but I'd be more surprised if Julio Rodriguez doesn't win an MVP than if he does in his career. Um, What, Ryan? That's stunning to me. Because, again, five-war year, five-war year according to F4, I think it was six according to R war. Are you fucking stupid? What? I said I you're agreeing oh. with me. Oh. Sorry. Okay, well, anyways. Um Rodriguez, I think like this is an MVP never, caliber player. I am never getting a career in sports after this. What? He's never getting a career in sports after this podcast. After this episode, yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, right, you know who's not getting a career after this is Ryan. Um but yeah, J-Rod is an elite player. I just still disagree with him being ranked higher than the D-Bats here. Um, coming in at number five, we have another tie and another tie that will be broken the same exact way, which means that uh, Manny Machado is the fifth best player in the World Baseball Classic. Oh, James, can you explain how you're breaking the ties? Yeah, I just did. But so... I um, did not explain how we're breaking the ties. Okay, so the way I broke the ties... Is it just like same... No, no, no. It's It's... Whoever the if two of us had him higher than he's higher, okay, I see. so like 
I'm actually you guys surprised. both had uh, Rodriguez over Betts, and I had Betts over Rodriguez, so it's 2-1 right. Rodriguez, and then that's right. the type. You, you had Machado at five? Yes, Machado at five. I had Machado at five as well, so perfect lines up what I had. Machado, you know what you're going to get. It's hard to, like, talk about these players and analyze them because they're kind of cut and dry, like, elite players, all of them. Yeah, it's, uh, like, it's not really debatable. There's no, there's yeah. nothing really to debate here yeah. other than ranking them against each other. We're really just listing, like, we're just ranking future Hall of Famers. Yeah, which is cool. Like, I mean, it's kind of nice to highlight this talent. Again, the WBC. Yeah, it's, like, uh, Ryan and I did left field. Yeah, you got that one. Last episode, oh, my God. Yeah, Andrew Bennett. I I spent forty five minutes talking about Andrew Benintendi and Tyler O'Neill and Chris Bryant. I wanted to kill myself. None of those guys would be like yeah. even top twenty players in this tournament. Right. Yeah. Like Benintendi is probably. Like, I mean, Tatis would be, but whatever. Yeah. Tatis allowed to. Tatis is uh. He's not playing. Not allowed to play. That's why he didn't play. Why is he not? Because of the steroids. Which is weird because it's not an MLB tournament. Because of the like, the rules are different because the torn it's not under the same. Like, yeah, I, I don't, don't know. Why. That's it, bullshit yeah. to me. I don't really know, but whatever. Who cares? Um, yeah, I mean, it only helps me. So, uh, Machado, Machado five here. Um, no, no objections. That's where I had him as well. Uh, Ryan, where'd you have Machado? Yeah, so Machado, uh, we when we were ranking third baseman, we ranked it very highly. I had him just looking here. Yeah, I had him five as well. So, yeah, nothing really much more to add there. All right, um, coming Is in that, at... No, where'd you have Machado? Before we, oh, before... I, I had Machado at four, Okay, um, which is why it's a tie, but because yeah. I had him two spots higher than you guys. It's not like it's not a huge difference. I think I, I had Machado ranked as the number one third baseman in baseball, too. I'm just generally pretty high on him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't I don't hate this ranking four and five. Not, you know, not a crazy difference. Yeah, Um, but coming in at number four is Sandy Alcantara who I had at number six which is why this is which is why they were tied yeah I had I had Sandy at four uh people know me as the Sandy guy I picked Sandy one side before you know the season he did win it uh probably one of my bigger hits um great great player obviously great pitcher he's gonna throw a lot of innings as Ryan would say innings but there's a lot of innings um gonna throw his sinker a lot gonna throw his change up a lot like Again, you know your name with Sandy, but especially in a tournament like this, that you're going to want a pitcher that can go deep into games to kind of save that bullpen because a lot of these guys won't be pitching like it's the playoffs again. A lot of these guys still aren't ramped up because it's still spring training. I understand the WBC guys have been putting in more work, so they are more ramped up. So I'd be surprised to see Sandy like throw a complete game on on all counts for sure. But uh, he'll definitely be helpful because he is a workhorse. Um, Ryan, what are your thoughts on Sandy um, and try to keep the team he's playing for out of it? Yeah, so uh, you know, I I don't know if you guys are familiar with like some of Pedro's Pedro Martinez's best games. I imagine he's gonna put a performance up like that. No, but in, in all seriousness, you know, I, I view him as the second best pitcher in baseball. I think, you know, for all uh, when you're the second best pitcher in baseball, in my eyes, you're kind of a consensus top three pitcher, right? Like, is there really much I really have to add? I don't think there's much for me to add into this conversation outside of he's really good. I think you mentioned all the reasons he's really good. I think you hit on the facts he's workhorse. And quite frankly, I'm really excited to see, you know, the Dominican Republic be able to trot out probably the best pitcher in the tournament. And James. I mean, probably the best pitcher in the tournament. I mean, it's him or Otani, right? Yeah. Uh, I guess his yeah. guess is pretty close. I'd, I'd go with Sandy there. Um, but obviously the, the hitting is what puts Otani at number one here, which spoiler alert. But yeah. um. Coming in, yeah, I mean, I, I I like Alcantara. I have him at six. It's not like 
like the difference i think if you rank the top you know these guys are all we're talking we're talking about i think the top 10 on this list i'd rank all 10 of them within my top 20 major league baseball players and then you know once you get to this part of the list these guys are i mean they're pretty close to all top 10 to 12 and i really don't think like I have Machado four, Betts five, Alcantara six. They might be in order if I rank the top ten players in Major League Baseball. So you know it's not too much of a difference there um, between them. I I think I I mean I don't hate the spot at all. He won the Cy Young last year. He throws a ton of innings, which you know I like that. Um, I like my volume. Yeah. Um, but coming in at number three, we have Juan Soto of also the Dominican Republic. Yeah, I'm surprised, frankly, considering. Uh, Ryan, but I had Soto too. Uh, might surprise some people. Definitely surprise people on Twitter. Um, I like Soto a lot as a player. Obviously, with you know, I I just think he is probably gonna be the best hitter in baseball this season by a decent margin. Maybe not up there with Alvarez, but he also plays good right field defense. I'm not really sure how it's gonna go though, because apparently he's gonna play some left field or play left field. I don't really know exactly. Um, but obviously with Soto, you're gonna get generational type of hitter. Crazy eye doesn't strike out. Like he is that good of a player. You know, he's gonna be. Um, Dominican Republic's best player um, this tournament. He will, I probably should be hitting second in the order. He'll be hitting a top lineup, whatever, um, playing the outfield. You know, can't say enough good things about Soto. Um, obviously, down year, last year in quotes, he had 140 something WRC plus, maybe 150 something. So uh, he'll be back. He'll, he'll probably, you know, be an MVP candidate this season. He's the favorite to win, according to Vegas. Um, like I said, fantastic player all around. Really nothing uh, bad you can say about him. Ryan, what do you think about Soto for this tournament? I mean, you, you just, I mean, I, I had, I had trout over him, which I know uh, if anyone has been following my Soto takes uh, in the last two years might stun you. Um, but Juan Soto is, as you mentioned, a generational hitter. He is this team's best player. Um, you know, I, I think he's going to be the reason why, you know, this team is able to win a tournament like this. You know, there is, there is a premium on being able to hit the ball hard and hit the ball in general and have great play discipline. And Juan Soto has the best hit tool in this tournament. He has the best, he has the I think he has arguably the best bat in this tournament uh behind the, the guy one of the guys that ahead of him but man I mean this is it's again it's just awesome to see a collection of talent this great uh in one tournament and uh James yeah I mean Soto's a superstar right he's a he's a future Hall of Famer and he's 25 years old what was he 24 23 uh, he's 24 yeah so I mean like we're I would argue that the top three players here are the top three players in baseball, period. Yeah, fair enough. Um, What? Judge should also be in there, but yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, like, it's, I think it's pretty close between Soto and Judge. I I might give that to Judge. I'm not sure. I haven't ranked my right fielders yet, but um, I think with Soto here, like, I think these three kind of separate themselves from the rest of the pack, right? Like, um, there's, it's a, it's a little bit of a, a difference here. Like, Soto's, um he's the best player on the dominican team for sure um and i'm I'm really excited to see them play because i think like this lineup has you know the u.s lineup i think is is deeper but i think the the dominican lineup has just like a higher you know they have more superstars um and soto is definitely a part of that yeah who's coming in at number two is mike trout uh team usa yeah, Trout's obviously best player probably of all time in terms of uh, you know, he probably will go down as the best player of all time if you know can stay healthy. Um I don't know, Bonds. Well, like theoretically, you have to consider era and whatnot, but it's not I'm not trying to be controversial, right? Trout is a generational player. 
Um, yeah, I mean, he's like a top, he's a top five player of all time. Yeah, United States best player by far, the captain. Um, he'll be leading the team to victory, um, you know, with the help and support of Blake Trident. Um, but again, you know, um, with uh, with Trident, obviously, you know, you're going to get, he's going to play center field probably, I think. Probably he's going to play left field. Um, again, elite bat, good base running. Defense has not really been there, but he was a little better last year. If he's healthy, he's going to be great. Uh, again, really hard to to talk about these guys uh, again because just how good they are. Um, so yeah, try number two, very fair. That's why I had him. Uh, Ryan, um, I had him number two. Michael Nelson Trout. I mean, like, come on, this I is like, like actually, sorry, continue. Right, uh, but you know, when you think of Mike Trout, man, I mean, this is this is a generational player, Hall of Fame, all that stuff. I mean, whatever you want to say, he is, uh, he's all of it, right, in a positive manner. Um, but quite frankly. You know, I, I had him over Soto because I, I think the bat is there. I think the glove is – he's going to provide more defensive value. I think uh, a solid defensive center fielder is better than what Soto is going to be in the corner outfield. Um, that's just my personal take on it. I think Trout's a better base runner. Um, And, and then I, – so I, I kind of – I have to – I think I have to see it with Soto for him to do it again, I guess, Um, so that I know. Because I also think the ceiling with Trout's really high. Um, But – you know, uh, you mentioned leading him, to, leading the U.S. to victory. Um, it's really, really difficult for me to say that considering Mike Trout hasn't led a team to victory. You know, he hasn't, hasn't won a playoff game. So, um, you know, I end of the day, I mean, I just, I just, great player, but, you know, trusting him to lead a team to winning a tournament, I just, I don't see it. And uh, James. Yeah, I, th- I mean, like, once we get to this point, there's not really much to say, right? Like, I, there's nothing I can say that hasn't already been said about Mike Trout. And so for that reason, I'm just going to move on to number one, uh, Shohei Otani. The consensus number one should be consensus number one. He's the best baseball player in the world. Shohei Otani is the best athlete on the planet. I don't think it's a debate. That's my personal opinion. I think what he does is not comparable to anybody else. Like he is an elite hitter, and he's an elite pitcher, right? He is, if you put um, fucking 2021 Juan Soto or 2022 Juan Soto and um, I guess 2020 and then 2022 show Otani. Like if you put those two players together, obviously Otani, terrible analogy on my part, but again, yeah, you if got, you put Otani with someone else, then you get Otani. Great job. He's just that good of a pitcher. He's that good. What of an analogy. Thank you. Thank you, James. He's that good of a pitcher. He's that good of a hitter. Um, can't say good enough things about him. Uh, again, best athlete in the planet. Obviously, that means he's the best player in the planet. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything else to add because it's just how you know how good he is as a player. He's special, man. He's and he's special. also he's also a Los Angeles Dodger. So he will also may be a Los Angeles Dodger next year. Um. All right. I, I don't think. Okay. So now yeah. we're doing the top ten. Yeah. I I want to know. So do you? So I think it's interesting because I was looking at an article and it's it was talking about like guys to watch who aren't major league players, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Well, let's just start. Team Japan has so many guys that you that you have never heard of that are major league caliber players. And I'm not just talking about like could be like quad A major league players. I'm talking about like actual major league talent, right? Yeah. Uh Munitaka Murakami, I think. Yep. I remember if I remember correctly. Third baseman. I, I don't remember if that's his name. I, I should look it, it up. It is Murakami. Okay, yeah. Uh Murakami, he's 23 years old. Um, and here, now, now we got the stats pulled up. He had a 1.168 OPS in the MPB last year. Just to put that like into reference, uh, Masataka Yoshida, if I can get that was not, not that good. 
uh, last year. He didn't have that type of yeah. I mean, he had a he had a one thousand seven OPS, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and there's a lot of guys like that with Japan. I think more so than any other team, just because their professional league is just on a different level than you know other than the United States and any other country in the world. Um, they also so have I, I, what'd you say? They also have Lars Newbar. Yes, they do have Lars Newbar and Yoshida. I think is playing for them, right? Yeah. Uh, Suzuki yeah. opted out yeah. or he got hurt. He didn't opt out, but yeah, I got hurt. Not a quitter. Which is a huge what'd you say he's not a quitter? I didn't say he's a quitter. Yeah, I said he's not a quitter. Yeah, because like there are a lot of quitters, like Jose Ramirez, he's a quitter. Um, but excuse me. What didn't Ramirez just opt out because he didn't feel like playing? Yeah, Ryan just is upset because he's Dominican. No, 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 duh. I mean, uh, well, like jumping for joy that Jose Ramirez right. going to play in the tournament. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of interesting teams. I was thinking about Nicaragua specifically because of my boy Jonathan Luisaga, uh, for the Yankees. You know, they probably got a lot of fire. I not, not probably. I know they have a lot of fireball relievers. You know, alongside Luisaga, um, they got a aside from Luisaga. I mean, their roster is not particularly good. They had Alex Blandino, um, who uh played for the Reds for a bit. They have Erasmo Ramirez, JC Ramirez, a couple players who played um, in, in Major League Baseball. Um, Joaquin Acuna throws hard. Um, so Erasmo yeah, I mean, Ramirez yeah. too, right? I just said Erasmo Ramirez, yeah. Oh, my bad. Um, so they, they have some fun players. Uh, Korea, um, they have Kwon Young Kim, Kim, if you remember him, uh, from the Cardinals. Um, Tom and Van the Van outfielder. Also Hu Lee. Yeah, they also have Ha Sun Kim. They have uh, Jin Hu Lee. Uh, Hyun Soo Kim as well, if you remember him uh, for his time with, uh, I believe, Baltimore. Yeah. Um, right. Yes. And then one more team I'll go, uh, I'll, I'll highlight here. We talked about Venezuela a lot, uh, but they do have a lot of, I'm going to highlight some more under the radar major league players, Darwin and Hernandez, Carlos Hernandez, Julius Chassin. Um, again, these are kind of supplemental players. Andre Machado is a guy I think is, it'll be interesting a lot. I definitely look at him, Jose Ruiz. Um, they've got a good catching core. I think Venezuela, you don't sleep on Venezuela. Do not sleep on Venezuela. They've got David Peralta, Santana in the outfield as well. So definitely don't sleep on them. Um, yeah, don't, do not sleep on them. Do not sleep on them. I'm uh, tempted to sprinkle them. Yeah, don't sleep on Venezuela. Like, All they're right. good. They're really good. Yeah, they also have Alvarado, I just saw. Um, yeah, they do. I think he'll close for them. And then they've got, obviously, on the top of their lineup is Acuna and Altuve. Like, yeah, it's hard to argue that. Yeah, and I, I, I Suarez, whatever. I, I think a good takeaway for this tournament is that there's a lot like this is I think the most talented or the best collection of talent we've seen come together for the World Baseball Classic, uh since in since its inception. Like I think this is this is stacked like as you you know it's a postseason environment which means there's a lot of variance uh, involved i mean even look at previous wbcs we've seen titans and and really import really really uh strong teams fall earlier than expected um you know dr didn't make the semifinals the last year that we that they played and they, they were the reigning champions he had won unanimously previously so you know as you mentioned teams like venezuela korea all the all those teams i mean all it takes is just one good game right all it takes is you know one error or you know as jack mentioned one guy not having it in terms of command anything like that and you know suddenly you're looking at a completely different bracket so i think this is going to be a really fun a time for us to get to see a lot of guys we typically wouldn't get to see uh, on the national stage i think just before we wrap this up i think this tournament will be a lot more fun if we could inject some patriotism into some american pitchers like if we look at the top 10 pitchers in baseball, at least six of them are American and their best pitcher is uh, 
who who's their ace? For what, America? Yeah, Kyle Freeland and fucking no, Lance Lynn and Lance Lynn, I think. Oh yeah, Lance Lynn. Right about him. Is yeah. he their best pitcher? And, and him and Brady. Well, time out. Brady Singer is also pretty good. Oh, Brady Singer is better. I think Brady Singer is better. Brady, yeah, Brady, Brady Singer, Singer's however, better. is a contact oriented pitcher, which means he's going to get shelled. Yeah, also I don't love stuff. that against these types of lineups. But like, I mean, you look at you look at the best pitchers in baseball. You got Degrom. He's American. Scherzer's American. Verlander's American. Rodon's American. Uh, Freed's American. Cuban as well. And none of these guys are playing for Team USA. Like, if we could get some patriotism into these American players, like Jack was saying. Yeah. Yeah, you if, get him some one on one time with Blake Trent. Obviously, Blake Trent is not playing because of his torn UCL. Uh, because he's, I mean, maybe he's the quarter. yeah. Get, get them, get them, uh, get them a little more time with Blake Trent. That's exactly what we need. And, and all of them. All right. Um, and Patrick Corbin. <laughs> yeah. And dude, right. I mean, that's it for this, on. That's it for this episode of the Never Left Field Podcast. If you like, we saw give us five star on whatever platform you're listening to. Uh, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Movie Nerds. Follow us on Twitter at Deep Drive Pod. Follow Ryan on Twitter at Ryan CESM. And follow James on Twitter at James LTS. It's been Deep Drive in Left Field, and we will see you in episode number 85. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.